When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We got plenty of Twinkies, and we got we got plenty of Twinkies and a little while Ecto Cooler with a cup and a half of sugar in it. So I think we'll be okay. What about the Twinkie? What about the Twinkie? <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, the last session we left off, you guys had just punched a demon in the face and uh, taken care of that family. Taking care of business. Uh, where we left off, you are Take still <laughs> in Mr. Shu's uh, restaurant downstairs from where he lives, eating up all the food and everything. Uh, okay, so you guys are still in there, still eating uh, some nice Vietnamese food, and Nina had called and said that the Science Center called. <gasps> That's right. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, but I think the last session before that, you wanted to send all the information to uh, the Ghostbusters in New York. Yes. And have them contact you. So that's going to happen later, but whatever. So when you guys, uh, you know, you pack it up, you get in the car, um, and on the way, Nina uh, has either through the phone or through the you know, radio, explains, um, the person who called from the Science Center is head of security. His name is Jay Marshall, and he should be waiting for you when you guys show up. So sure enough, you guys pull in, you walk up. Um, it's kind of quiet, like it's closed down for the day for some reason. And as you guys approach, there's like a, sec- a security team there, and one of the men approaches you and introduces, introduces himself as uh, Jay Marshall. He's like, hey guys, all right, glad you could make it. Um, we've been having some weird things happening. Basically, we've had a lot of deliveries here today, and I'm holding them all out until you guys can clear up what's happening out on the inside. I don't want to put anything more back there, because this all got started when we started bringing in new things for a new exhibit. I, I first noticed something was wrong earlier today when I came into work. And I noticed um, we have uh, these this setup of these suits of armor from like uh, the Crusades, like English knights. They were they looked altered. They looked funny to me, and like they, they looked like they moved around in their glass casings. So I went to review the security tapes from last night, and I noticed that they were moving around. They'd actually gotten out of their cases and were, were roaming the entire science center looking for something. And just to see how long this was going on for, I checked the security tapes every night for the night before and it's been getting worse over the past few weeks. Have they been going around a specific area? I mean, not that I can tell. If you guys want to show you, he's like, I'll just take you inside and I'll show you. So he takes you inside to where like the security room where there's like lots of little monitors and TVs and everything. And he pulls up, uh, cues up like a videotape or whatever and he puts it in. And he's like, this is last night. And he rewinds the tape and he shows you, it's like 11.59 and as it clicks over to like to midnight, uh, these suits of armor come to life and they just open the glass cases that they're in and they just, start moving around. One of them, there's three of them. One of them has like a broadsword, one of them has like a mace, and the other has a regular sword and a shield. They, they, sometimes they're together, sometimes they split up, and they're just roaming this entire thing, checking doors and stuff. They're just kind of looking around, you know, and you don't, you can't really get a sense of like if they're looking for something or if they're just looking to get out or what the deal is, but they're, they're very active. Like they're back all night. But then as the night wears on, you can fast forward, you can see that they start to slow down. Then before sun comes up, uh, they just climb back into their glass cases and then it closes. So he says, "All right." And this so, is like sounds like you guys are having a few crazy nights. <laughs> <A few> cra- <laughs> he, 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 he's, so he, so, he, so he shows you. He's like, "Now here's is this been happening every night?" But let me show you from like a week ago. So he shows you like a week ago, and it wasn't as bad. Like they they wake up, they sort of look around, and but they're not as active. And then he's like, "Now I've, I've gone back as far as I can go, and this is the earliest thing I can see, and it's about two or three weeks ago, and it all it is is." You know, the camera angle is on these three glass cases with the knights, and you see like a flash of light, which you, Josh, would recognize as as an energy pulse. Ah. And one of the knights—that's an energy pulse. Yes. <laughs> and one of the one of the knights just turns his head, but that's it for the whole night. So he says, "Yeah, as you can see, this is a little. This is very strange. I don't want to bring in any more. We have a lot of artifacts coming in uh, for some of the, from the some of the new exhibits that we're starting up." I'm not going to bring in anything else that could be of any value until we sort this out because they're moving stuff around. They've been pushing things around. I'm, I'm just not taking a risk. So, yeah, whatever you guys can tell me, 
would I'd be grateful. Well, before we do anything, uh, you should probably sign this waiver. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he takes it and he signs it. He's just like, this is not nighttime yet. It's still daytime. It's still daytime. This is like this is like afternoon. Okay. Well, um, can we tell him to clear out expensive stuff? If he whatever whatever he yeah he says he says um he says I'm gonna leave everything that was normally in there there but we've had a lot of other stuff come in. I'm keeping it out of the science center. Until like I mean, just, and you can look. There's like before you like in the like the back loading dock area mm-hmm. where like security would be. There's lots of large crates of like other artifacts and stuff like that. But he says, "Don't worry, I'm going to keep these all here. We're not bringing them inside the science center until you guys give us the all clear for what this okay. is." Well, it's still daytime. Do you mind if we like take a look around? He says, "Please go ahead." Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you're looking at the tapes and everything, and it's syncing up like as far as the the pulses that are happening, and you're thinking about some of the other uh, artifacts that are here for other exhibits, he's like, "Oh yeah, well you know." When this, this this Aztec exhibit was coming in, the old exhibits were leaving. The old the, the exhibits that we had before this was like a history of Florida exhibits, and uh, I can bring you like the mani- like show you like the manifest of like what what all was there for that. And when you look at that, you see very familiar things, like you see the shovel from the Orange Grove that was on display here, that was that that was here during the first couple pulses. You also notice. Stuff from Fort Christmas that ended up going to Fort Christmas that was on loan from Fort Christmas was there. Pretty much everything starts lining up. Um, you also notice that when they had this, the, like they had their history of Florida exhibit was was now that, that that's leaving, they're shoving it out. Everything that's coming in is like just an archaeology exhibit based on archaeology in different parts of the world. So you have a small Egyptian section, which the body, the mummy, was on loan to replace, believe it or not, and it's going to be brought back here to be on display. It was here before it was sent there, which is you're thinking this is why this these pulses each getting time they've been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, on top of that, there's also like so there was an Egyptian exhibit with like a sphinx and the mummy that was there, um, and there was the uh, the Florida exhibit. exhibit. Yeah, the, well, that's part of like the Florida exhibit and everything else like that. Like all of these artifacts that you guys have come across, with the exception of the demon and the tooth, uh, have all been at the science center at some point. So that's the a TV really guys. That was not there. That was not there. But but you do know that with the with the pulse that comes out, with each pulse, like the first one was kind of weak. Things that were very high in PKE energy that just need a little bit to get tipped off to become full blown ghosts. That first one's one that did it, and then the second one's more powerful. So things that maybe wouldn't that be more dormant start waking up. And with this last one that's been very strong, so things that are normally very dormant have no chance of waking up. That thing that thing comes up. Right. Yeah. Um, dog, dog and cats living. You know, so that that happened. So you guys were very much aware that this is this is kind of the center center, center thing of why this is happening. I'm going to the Mesoamerican exhibit. Wait, before that, uh, do you want to scan the crates that are outside? Yeah, okay. Because I mean, maybe that. that's what Let's they're looking that. for. I'm going to use my brains. Is around, but not close enough. And, and he also says, if you guys have any questions about any of the exhibits or anything, just let me know. Because, yeah. You're gonna do your PKA. You're gonna scan. So what do you? So what do you? Just tell me what you're trying to scan. Just Honestly, the exhibits that are on the loading dock. Yeah, exhibits on the loading dock. Just getting a feel if there's anything new that's coming in that may be Yeah, okay, you scan, you scan the exhibits on the loading dock, and you're getting pretty heavy readings. And they're from? The, these crates? You can ask, and uh, Jay's like, oh, these are, this is, this, this is a bunch of exhibits from, from a bunch of different places, but the main ones that we have coming in are coming up from uh, a dig in Mexico for mm-hmm. an Aztec exhibit that we're starting up. I wish to see more of the Aztec exhibit. He's like, well, we have more of them inside, but they're not on display yet. Like, the, the exhibit hasn't been public yet. He says, "All right. Well, I mean, if yeah, if you want me to take you guys to the to what we the, some of the artifacts that we have of the uh, Aztec exhibit, I need um, to know if there's any spectral tigers running around here." He's like, I, "Okay, whatever." So, well, well, uh, so we know a crate here is already pulsing yeah. energy. There's a few, yeah. It's like, can we can we take a look at the pieces? Is that so? You want me to open them? Yeah. He's like, uh, "All right, I guess so." I mean, so he just calls in a couple of the guys just to get these crowbars and they just pry open these you know huge wooden crates or whatever. You have a few, like in fact, most of them are not from the Aztec dig. Like, a lot of them are just from other places. Like, there's a few more from, like, that would be, like, medieval time, like, Old England type uh, stuff to do with, like, knights from the Crusades and whatnot. Uh, but the ones that are Aztec in nature, there's only one. And the one that's there, which you're getting the strong reading from, is a box. Like, it's like a stone chest that's probably about like this. It's like a foot and a half, two feet yeah. long, a foot high. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a good thing. Like, two feet long, maybe, like, a foot high. It's, it seems like very it. heavy. Does it, uh, does that chest open? He's like uh, the the guy the, the Jay who's there. He's he's just a security guy. He's like, um, I don't know, but um, I can call like my boss and have the queen in here and talk to you about that. I don't really want to touch anything. If you understand, you know where I'm coming from. Based on the look of the, mm-hmm. the chest, are there any like 
runes and writing and pictures and pictographs yes, and stuff like yeah. that. Can I make an occult roll? See if yeah, go for it. Yeah. To me? You're able to recognize uh, on this on this stone chest certain figures stick out as gods in the Aztec world. Like you may not know their name specifically, but you, you're noticing that this is it is of religious importance. Okay. Um, you, there's no there's no like hieroglyphics of a story. It's more of like an official seal in that sort of way, with with multiple signatures on it, if you will. Okay. Of, of, is of, there one of Itzikotl? Of Itzikotl? Yeah. As, well, as far as you would know, not you wouldn't be sure, because Itzikotl is like, even among the occult experts, would be very hard and very rare to recognize, but you do see a couple that you don't recognize. Okay. So you think that, you know, as far as you know, you can make an educated guess. That okay. It might well, be bad. Can I go into, um, can I consult the, uh, Spades catalog, the mobile version. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, if you want to go ahead. I mean, there's uh, an app for that. Yeah, there's I, an app for that. Can I also uh, take a picture and email it to Mr. Book? Yeah, if you want to do that, or you can even send it to the Ghostbusters in New York, if you will, because you already sent them all the information that you've been working with. So whatever you want, you know, whoever you want. Sure, to send I, I would like to get permission from his boss to open it. Okay, he's like, um, but but I mean, we'll wait until we get a little bit more information. But we'd like to. Yeah, he's like, all right. And in the meantime, if you guys want to look around, I'm going to call my boss and I'm going to find out everything about this stuff so I can relay that information to you. I want to wear this suit tomorrow. The living suit of armor. He's gonna be in the armor punching it's himself. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just you picturing up. like end of bed knobs and broomsticks. So did you guys want to stick around? Or I you want to investigate. What I want to do is does the does the the my PK's being get stronger if I go into the science center? I want to follow. Where? Usually you want to take another just general scan of like yeah, what else is going on. I want to follow the trail because there has well, to be. Can, can, can I put put on the exo goggles and look mm -hmm. at the. Do you have do you have Ectogon? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you can do that, you don't even have to. Roll. I mean, I don't think you have to roll for it anyway. Uh, you would see that it is glowing. It does. It's not really glowing very strongly though. But he's getting very strong readings. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe we should split right up spot. and have Hapus hit the area where the medieval guys are. And is there actually a Aztec exit? Like, is there an area where they've started working? On there's an area where they started, but there's nothing really that much out there. But yeah, he, yeah, well, I can lead, I can lead you guys to that. I want to follow the ectoplasmic trail where it's thickest. So then, who wants to stick? Who wants to stick around, checking out the box, and who wants to go check out the exhibit? I said I'll stick with the box. It's cool. I'll, I'll right. head in. You got a walkie. We'll stick with the box. I, I wish to go. I've got a walkie. Areas. Okay. So um, then the U three. Hold on. I've got a walkie. Uh, so it's Poole, Briggs, and Bjornstad are gonna go check out the exhibits. Do you want to go check out the night exhibit where the knights are, or you want to check out? the I want to go stuff? wherever this, the the, the PK. Okay. Well, well um, or Marshall. Marshall comes in and he opens up the doors to go into the science center. It's all empty. They closed down. If you want to give me, just give me a standard brains. If you want to sweep the area to see where the PK is the strongest. Uh, 18. 18? Yeah, 18. It's strong throughout this entire building. Okay. Like this is this is this this would worry you a little bit. This is a place of science, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I am I am I am cross and enraged right now. Like you're getting like uh, this entire building. You're getting like a reading of like a class five. Right, well, if it's all over the place, why don't we just... Well, where, I mean, is, yeah. so, am I okay. getting a particular strong reading in a particular direction where I can just go... It's there? very hard to tell because it's strong everywhere. Okay. So he's like, all right, well, I'll take you to the night. So he takes you there. And it's like a, the, the beginning of they're building this exhibit. The centerpiece would be like these three knights in suits of armor. They have like, you know, a coat of arms and they like tapestries and other things from like the Crusades era. This is, and he's like, yeah, this is, I mean, these three, uh, these were dug up, you know, a while back... Uh, they're supposed to get back to like the third crusade or something like that like uh, they were under king richard and, so 13 yeah so um it's like it's like it's like 11 le, le, the 1180s early 1190s or whatever so anyway uh so yeah so what do you want to do it's like you, you can see them there like they're, they're they're not moving when is um so what when did the knights start walking around you said at night time well they well right now they're only walking around at night they started moving a few weeks ago but last night was where it got me really worried is when i noticed even in the day that something was off so can I open up the glass? Yeah. And approach mm -hmm. the knight? Yeah. I just want to poke it right here. It doesn't do anything. Can I um, pull its helmet off? It, the helmet's in your hands. <laughs> and then I look down inside. There's nothing inside. And I put my PK down there. If you Okay, give me another brain roll. You get a class 5 reading. Hmm. I put the helmet on. On your head? <laughs> okay, you put the helmet on your head. The helmet's on your head. Well, I'll say when you put the helmet on, you hear... Like whispering, like spiritual whisperings. <laughs> Taking it off. <laughs> I think it's haunted. Maybe we should disarm them while they're not moving. Yes, yeah, so let's Good take the idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and try and grab the uh, the, the two-handed broadsword Long out of mm -hmm. the, uh, the the knight, whichever knight has the, uh, the okay. sword. Okay, I'll stop there. Yeah. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna okay. cut, cut from there to cut back to you guys. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to you guys at the box. Was there anything else you wanted to do, or do you, or you just want to wait to hear? I just want to wait for any news. 
Okay, I'll say um, in the meantime, after security guard Jay, after he explained this to you guys, and he's like, all right, you guys, I'm going to go check on them. He's going to go back. He's going to make a phone call. He's going to come back to you guys, and he's going to say, okay, um, yeah, he, uh, my boss explained to me a little bit more of this. He says uh, he'd really prefer if he didn't open anything unless cause he wants to have, like, curators come in and look at this stuff. I don't, I don't even know if you can open it. Um, he told me this was like a lockbox. Like, it's not supposed to be able to be opened. Like, it's sealed. Wasn't well, that the idea of lockboxes? Is that you're supposed to only some somebody's supposed to be able to open it. Like, well, that somebody ain't me. This is gonna be <laughs> like, like you know. an Aztec time capsule. There's gonna be like a little like fifth a graders like heart. like heart the future like little note written <laughs> on like. <laughs> it's like it'll be like etched into a human heart. How much science is there in the future? Like, I hope it's a like lot. It's like Do you guys still have brain surgery? We do. <laughs> gonna go be sacrificed tomorrow. Hope I'll, everything's good. I'll miss the world. Hope you're taking care of it. Yeah. <laughs> like watch out for those jaguars that come around every four or five hundred years. So yeah, he's like, okay, he just prefer you didn't open it, but he says you can move it around, you can scan it all you want, but he just he'd rather have like the archaeologists who dug it up who are supposed to be coming here. They're gonna they're supposed to open. When? It. Um, probably like a week when the next uh, the, the exhibit's supposed to open up officially. Goodness. Okay, well I guess we can probably go inside. Yeah. If we can't open it, there's no. I mean, yeah. the box. He, yeah, he's he's like he's like you're welcome to. I mean, you know, look at anything else, but yeah, they're they're inside. He points you in the direction of uh, where the where the knights are. Okay. Now cutting back to you guys of the knights. Now would you, you wanted to. You I want to go ahead and try and take the broadsword. Okay, he's holding he's holding like this. So we we want to. He's holding with both hands like this. So you're just gonna just try and just peel it and. I guess yeah. Okay. Just pull at the fingers. Okay, the, when uh, you pull the gauntlet. Uh, when you pull like a hand free. And you go to and just you know because it's just held together by like string at right. this point you know right for for display purposes. But when you go try to pull the other one, like you get like a couple fingers off, then just closes it. It just holds it. I see that. I put the helmet back on. <laughs> Do you, you really put the helmet back on? I put the helmet because okay. I, I want to hear what they're saying. Okay, you can't tell what's being said. Can I go below? It does. It doesn't react to you. Tether. Uh, slime it. Slime okay. tether it out of there. Yeah. So tether so the, the, the that grip. away. Yeah. Dude, that was Hold on. Well, maybe like. I don't know, maybe we'll wait till they get here. Cause well, they're, no, they're here now. They saw okay, that happen. Right. Maybe, yeah. like, if you net, like, the suit back, that way it can't move forward, and then tether the weapon away. I have a proton pack. <laughs> I, have, I have a blow. But it's, uh... Oh, you do, you do. That's what I want to probably destroy, you know. But so maybe, like, one of you net, and the other try and tether away the weapon. All I'm saying is, he signed the waiver. He did sign the waiver. Let's just melt it down to slag. Yeah. But, but you do know that these are the, now these aren't. Uh, he did tell you before that these are not reproduction. These are actual suits right. that were that were like dug so up. So it's like this is not you know these. As you say, as they're on, it's on your head. Look, yes. I, I'm, I'm just wearing it as it should be. Who died in this? <laughs> are you a demon? If you died in here, be gone. It's not your helmet anymore. Get out! It's my helmet now. <laughs> so what do you you guys want to try and slime each other out of there? Yeah. That's ten. Uh, with ten? Yeah, I'll say you hit it. You definitely, you know, when you slam, I guess you're gonna, like, to the ground or whatever, try and slam the sword out of his hand. Yeah. It holds on pretty tight. Let me roll for the muscles. Yeah, it holds on to it, and that slime tether just, like, is, you know, it's it's getting really, it's getting stretched, like, because it's, it's trying to pull itself, you know, together or whatever, and it's going really strong, but it just snaps under the weight. It cannot pull the thing out of this guy's hands. You, is, this, is this the same one that you took the helmet off of? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The broad, the one with the broad sword. Is it a, is it a great helm or is it like a? Uh, uh, it's a full faced like. Oh, uh, so it's, it's is it the pointy one? The yes. Point? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yes, I'm so happy I'm wearing this right like, now. Like like Scooby Doo night. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I am not pulling this off, but I want to go to the other one and I want to see right. his boots. We, I mean, so like, which you want to so, so, it just, so it just falls apart. It's not yeah. gonna fall apart if you take away the boots. Like, oh, okay. the, like the, the torso and the arms are kind of held together by like you know special wiring, like for oh, okay, special okay, purposes. Okay, okay. But the boots are just. I picture sort of you just like pulling it away and it's just like. No. Which which one you want to you want to go you want to open up the uh, you want to open up the one with the uh, uh, mace or the one with the sword and shield. Sword and shield. I, I, sword I, and shield. I'm going to take his boots out and put those boots on. All right. Okay. If I try to take the shield, from the ghost has a sword and shield. Does it come off? No, he's just like the key. Mm-hmm. Well, like heavy grip on it. Okay. Remember, like the beginning of Young Frankenstein, where they're trying to take the book away from Frankenstein, yeah. and he's just like, it's like, okay. it's a lot like that. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Maybe uh, if I climb in the armor. I say, yeah. No, you know what? Let Briggs put on the armor, and we'll slime the shit out of him. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You want to? You want to try and climb in one of them? Yes. Okay. Which Which one? Because you got one without a head, and you got one without without boots. Put the boots back on the other one. Okay. And then I'll hop into the other armor suit, one the, the first one. All right. You can't. You can't. You can't exactly just hop in it, but like. That's a time to Yeah, you're not. He dives, he dives into it like both. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally like, a picture. I was like, you're not Gordon Freeman in the beginning of Half Life. You just step into a suit and then you're just, like, it's part of you. Like, you have, 
you have to you have to take it out of like of the glass case and <laughs> piece by piece. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start doing that? Yeah. Okay. What do you want? Just tell me how you want to like grab this thing and like how. You want uh, to start well, I'm still wearing the helmet, and I want to get the cuirass mm-hmm. first, and then of course the pauldrons, and then the arms. So you so you just want to just, like start by grabbing like Pieces. the torso, like the, the yeah. cuirass or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is all tied together with like like a wire, okay. you know, like a, like a heavy cable wire. So if you're gonna grab it, you start to sort of like lift it off of the braces that it's that it's standing on and just, you know, kind of junk. It's making like clanking noises because it's all tied together. You're trying to lift it up so it's, you know, bumping in the shoulders and everything like that. But when you finally lift it off of, off of like the, uh, the braces that are holding it, it stands like on its own, like pulling the, you know, all the cables tight. So it's no longer like a loose thing around. Now it's like standing on its own and it brings the sword up like this. Right in front of its face. Like, and I, I still have his helmet on. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> you say, this is what you want to say hi? And I, like, I want to poke it in the chest. I back away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> poke, it poke, the it, chest, poke it in the Looney Tunes back away very quickly. If you I poke do. it, it takes a hand and it shoves you down onto the ground. Well, I am my first time back at it and they all breeze back away. <laughs> okay. I, I get away. But I still have his helmet on. Yeah, if you do, all right, you, because you have his helmet on, and you shove, and he shoved you to the ground, so you just sort of spill onto the ground. So he's gonna take his sword, he puts it down, and he just stomps, clanks over to on top of you, and he, reach, and he goes to reach for his helmet on your head, and he goes to grab it, put it back on his. So he, so he stands up, and you want to slime, slime net him. Yeah. Okay. What'd you get? 14, 16. 16? Yeah. yeah you definitely hit him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You net him, and it just woof, it comes around. It comes around, but these, these pieces of armor just like straight through it, just like just comes right through. He doesn't. He doesn't make a move to attack. Really, he just sort of like, and he just turns and he's looking at you guys, and then he turns and he looks at one of the other suits of armor. Like let's say, let's say it's one with a sword and shield, and just it opens up the glass case and it just. Lifts itself off of the braces and it steps down and it comes to him and he looked and he looked at the other one and the other one with the mace same thing he opens up just opens up the glass case and it steps down and he's got his mace. Do they like? Okay, well then uh, the one with the broadsword mm-hmm. looks like he's the leader. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna slime him. You gonna slime him? Just straight up regular right, slime. So um, you slime him. And he's just like like he he just sort of gets knocked back and he's just like oh man he's like looking at all this stuff on him. Yeah, it's pretty gross, huh? Yeah, and the, like the knight with the mace starts swinging. Mace. You mean a morning star? Is it more morning star? Thank you. Because there's also yeah, well there's a mace. You could swing the mace, but it has like a little yeah. So the he's got the kind of the chain on. So it's the morning star. Yeah. So we'll say it's like, yeah, the morning star. He's I'm gonna pose a little with the mace. <laughs> just just like just in the chest or whatever. Just, just like in the chest, you might knock him down. Eleven. Eleven? Yeah, you totally hit him. So anyway, yeah, you shoot a boson dart. It knocks this dude back onto just he just skits across like the floor or whatever. The Main cross or the cuirass, I believe, is a cave. Yeah, cuirass. Thank you. Just sort of caved in a little bit with a big black you know, sword <laughs> mark on it. And he's like smoking a little bit, and he, he just got thrown for a loop. So he's just sort of like, oh, oh, oh. so he gets up. One with the shield, one with the shield and sword. He's gonna charge you and just try to bash you down with the shield, just like this. Uh, that's thirty-two with a ghost eye. Yeah, he. You go down. It's like uh, I mean, like he. Uh, he. Oh, jeez. Okay. He knocks you down. You're gonna have to give me three trait points or ten brownie points. Uh, I really want a helmet. Really? You haven't mentioned it yet. <laughs> I also want. I also want the rest of the armor just to wear to every bus we go. To. I'll take the brownie points. Just so you okay. know. Like, now, if you're gonna see, if you use the brownie belongs. points, he nails you with yeah. this with this with this shield. You just have to explain why it doesn't hurt you. Just like he just wham and he just hits you and you go flying. So how does it not cause you to lose moves or anything like that? Like how does it cause you to not really get hurt? So they kind of like it's like a medieval display. Yeah, it's like all it's like a whole like crusades medieval display and he and he he just bashes with a shield while he's got his sword back. He like bashes that. into it. He bashes me with a shield mm-hmm. and I tumble backwards over a rope into a uh, medieval farm set into a bale of hay. Okay. All right. No. All right. In okay. that case, five brownie points. Only spend five. Okay. In that case, only spend five brownie points. Okay. Like the Trogdor set, like (laughs) like the peasant on fire. (laughs) If not, they will be. If you stay there long enough, they'll forget you're there. So yeah, so okay, so he bumps you. Yeah, you land into a thing of his, like Assassin's Creed style, just into a thing of hay. And uh, so we'll say at this point, the one with the mace, who's been blasted like across, so he comes back up and he starts and he joins these other two guys, and he just sort of is swinging it, not quite as intense, but just sort of like they're they're watching you guys very carefully. 
What? Th these guys are from the Crusades. Yes. Um, you know, honestly, you know what we should do? Back away. So but yeah, I think we should. I think we should just back away, just let them and follow them and see what they're after. That well, way. Well, currently we they're after beating the shit out of us. But no, like we could just like back off and screw it, and then just follow them and see what they're after. I think that would be better than just taking them out now and have no idea what they may have been after. That was pretty much the plan from the get go, before we started. All right, you want to do that? You just want to see what happens? Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you. That's a great idea, Adam. I'm glad that you did that instead of start poking and pulling at <laughs> stuff because that may have upset them. So if um, well, I, I don't think I have said to be fair, Mike did blast one. Yeah, we got him. He knows what he did. So if um, so if you guys just sort of like take a step back, you know, and just sort of like want to see what they do, uh, the one eventually he just stops swinging his swinging that uh, mace Morningstar, and uh, while keeping their eyes on you guys, they just start to sort of walk down a hallway together. They're just like stale, so they all start leaving, leaving this exhibit and start looking around at their exhibits. And after they made a good distance away, they just turn their backs on you and they're not looking at you. And they just start looking around. They just start making their, their rounds uh, from what you guys would see. Oh, they're, they're, they're from the Crusades. Can we tell which country? Yeah, this is from England. Like, they're, they're from the... Uh, like, so they had the St. George. Yeah, um, the, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, Jay, Jay, Jay told you, like, he... he that's right, that's they, right. they served under, like, King Richard in the Crusades. But they said they had the St. George's cross. Yeah, they got the cross on. They, they are Crusaders. I'm gonna follow the one where I took his helmet because I want his helmet. The the main guy with the. As far as I'm concerned, that's my helmet now. All right, do you guys want to just start following him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the science center would disagree. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. I'm. <laughs> they signed the waiver. We can steal whatever yeah. we want. <laughs> <laughs> you guys start following. They're just sort of clinking around, just like looking around each hallway. They're checking doors, but doors are kind of locked and everything like that. They notice you guys are coming up like safe enough distance, far away. They just just keeping like an eye on you. Like they're not really scared, but they're almost like annoyed. And they just kind of, they don't, you know, they sort of ignore you and they just keep moving on I'll look and at looking the around. Can, can I call ahead and I go, what hope, brothers? What, 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 for what are you looking? If you, if you dress them like that, yeah. they stop and they look up. They look at each other and then they approach. And they're like looking amongst themselves. Like they don't, they can't really communicate even amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. But the main broadsword guy, he puts his broadsword to his side and he just does this. He holds up four fingers. Four, okay. Four things. He's just, and he just, he just. Emphasizes this. Okay. First word. Yeah, first word. <laughs> no, sounds, like, sounds like. <laughs> he's confused by what you're saying. Because he can understand English, right? Yes. Okay, so I'll say, are you looking for four things? He stops and he, and he points to the one knight with the mace, is this himself and the shield and sword. Yes. And he says, four. Yeah, you're knights. No, there's You're looking three for the fourth knight. No, there's only three of you. It's like. <laughs> No, that's three. He, he <laughs> nods, but he's pointing. He's, he's doing and this. I, I, I point to the knight to his left. Uh -huh. I hold up one finger. Uh -huh. The knight, the, him in front of me, another finger, and the other knight. And I go three. That's this many. That's You've three. got it wrong. And he just <laughs> leans back, <laughs> and he says, "Yes, one." He, he's pointing to himself, to himself, and he's looking for the fourth. He's There's got to be another suit of armor probably in, this, in the, 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 the packaging and whatnot that's come in because there was more stuff in stuff from Europe. That's true. There's yeah. probably one in there. So I mean, Let's be fair, this was a separate call from us looking for the Obsidian Serpent. Uh, we literally just coincidentally got a phone call from the Science Center. So I guess we can, we can uh, I, I'll say, please wait here. Mm -hmm. We'll be back. Oh, I can very hang, hang out with him. Okay, yeah. They, they, he just nods like this. He, he, waits. he bows. He bows slightly, yes. And so he just... Pulls onto a sword and they just sort of stand there, arms folded, just waiting patiently. Okay. And then we basically go back outside the yeah. crates. Can I like okay, walk? so just all you guys want to go, or just like what? The two of you? I, I, I'm just going to stay with the armor. You're gonna, so you're going to stay with them regardless. Can someone with a slime blower stay with Briggs? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Yeah. All right, so so uh, so Bjornstad, <laughs> Bjornstad, Bjornstad Briggs. Just out of hand, you can mm-hmm. just be like, <laughs> just net him And by out of hand, you mean slam tether Briggs away from the Yes, yes, yes. I net literally mean? net Briggs. So, um, okay, Why so, so the three, so the three of you guys. It's going to be like it's just going to turn out that LaForge was the fourth knight the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you were the ghost they kept around. Just, my, my, my ancestors are French, so it's not going to be me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't tell them your name is LaForge. I have a lot of <laughs> ancestors. So, um, so yeah, the three of you guys head back, um, and I guess you talk to Jay, he's there, and he's just like, yeah, what do you guys need? So, what's up? Like, is there another suit of armor? Uh, is, um, yeah, I think so. Um, it's, it's pretty badly damaged, it's not, like, as clean, and we weren't able to restore it as much as the other ones, but yeah, I think we got one. you mind, can we see it? He's like, uh, yeah, I guess so. So, like, he leads you off, um, into, like, a side room, where, like, where they'll be putting, you, you would see this as a room where they would be putting together things for before putting them on display for the exhibits um and there's like a I mean, like a metal shelf and you know on like a nice padded uh you know little platform there's a helmet here you know the gauntlets are here all the different pieces are all spread out all over this uh shelf oh we gotta get these guys together <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you all see in. you see all the all the pieces and it's it, it's like you know the time hasn't been very kind to this uh set of armor it's very rusty it's very you know it was like this. Do, do you mind is there any way we could like move these are we allowed to move these at all he's like um i don't have permission but yes he's like as long as you guys just be careful with it i i think we can i'm sure it doesn't look as bad as the one that got blasted with the boson dark he's so, like what um, <laughs> nothing you know, what, <laughs> you know what pissed briggs off so much is if we just started putting the armor on one of us <laughs> <laughs> had to walk up it doesn't look like it's doing it itself it's so he, he brings I, look, I look at the i look at the armor through the goggles does it have any reading there is a very slight glow very slight, slight glow yeah well, if I start grabbing pieces of armor, if I grab like the helmet mm-hmm. and the 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 cuirass, if mm-hmm. I put them together, what happens? Like, does um, it doesn't it doesn't stick together? Oh. If that's what you mean, yeah. Okay. So I guess we all just get armful pieces. Yeah, let's go. All right, you gotta be works. careful. They're very, they're you know they're very yeah, delicate, yeah. but yeah. So anyway, so if you bring the pieces back and the knights are standing there and they're they're like they perk up when they see that you have have their their brother. What what do we do? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> set, set it on the ground, okay. uh, just gently. Okay, do you want to set it up, like, in order? Yeah. Like, yeah like, in, no, in the ass backwards. backwards. <laughs> I want, I want <laughs> come out of <laughs> So, um, okay, well, uh, so you lay it down, and, like, they they kneel down by it, and they're, like, they're just, like, looking over it, and they're trying, like, they're trying to, like, rouse it. Like, trying to wake it up, and it's not, it's not responding. I think they're, who are they, Starman? They're gonna fucking... Well, <laughs> no, 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 they're not, you know, they're not using powers. No, 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 they're, like, they're trying to, like, they're like, hey, buddy, you know, like, come on, come on, you know, get up, like, but it's not, it's not responding. There wasn't a weapon included with this set of armor, was there? Not with this one, no. Hmm. Now, I may not have made it clear before, but when uh, uh, Marshall was showing you the security tapes, mm-hmm. you notice the three of them only started having activity when that first PKE pulse came through, but it was a few weeks ago. You don't remember a PKE pulse from a few weeks ago. You remember one from last night, but that's when things got really started to pick up and things really got crazy. Hmm. So there wasn't a PKE pulse that we felt a few weeks ago, right? And you you definitely know that because you saw it on the video screen. Yeah, but what it, it did happen. Yeah, these guys started moving after a PKE pulse a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. A, a pretty weak one yeah. at that. But we're gonna uh, leave them with them. Can we talk to Marshall or if any if any new exhibits got added? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, you. Where'd you get a visit from a Vietnamese family? <laughs> <laughs> you um, you, if you want to go talk to him, yeah, the knights they're just sort of puzzled. You know, they're like they're looking down at him and they're just like, okay, well, you know, like they can't really talk to each other even, but they're trying to figure out what to do. So it's laying down. You guys want to go talk to Marshall? He says, well, let me pull up the records. Let me take a look. So he checks out the time compared to the security camera footage. He's like, well, the night that that first thing happened, um, we had just gotten the first uh, pieces of the Aztec exhibit. Where are those pieces? Um, we have four pieces, four of the main pieces are, are in place, uh, back being prepared. I mean, no one's back there now. Um, we have the fifth piece here that just came in today, but I'm not moving it in. And um, we have a sixth piece on the way, actually, which should arrive later today. But I think the first of those four pieces came in that that day. Like we need to take a look at that exhibit. Yeah. Okay, sure, all right, sure. So he, um, he leads you guys um, past where, you know, like, the Crusades exhibit is, and he leads you to, like, this Aztec exhibit. It's, it's not completed by any stretch. Um, it leads you past that to, like, another back door to, like, an employee uh, area or whatever. And it's, like, another room, like, a preparation room, like the ones that were for the knights. But in this preparation room, there are, like, four 
uh, large crates. Probably, I would say, oh, almost like five feet tall. And one of them is open, and inside is a statue. And it's like a statue of like an Aztec uh, human figure. Seems like like a lot of feather headdress, like like an important, uh, important looking figure. And he's like, yeah, this is um. So this was the first one that came in. They were preparing it. They're gonna prepare the next few. Um, the next few came in in sequence as this dig in Mexico is sending them. And uh, that's that's this is the order we got them in. And there's the fifth one that just came in this morning, and the sixth one's coming in later today. Is it made of jade? He's like, I don't know. He's like, we didn't get it yet. Well, I mean, we should be able to tell by looking at it. Jade Gray. Oh, no, you mean the, the statue in front of you? Yeah. No, the statue's made of stone. It's made of stone. Okay. Uh, can we go ahead and get these other three crates open? He's like, um, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Just, you know, just don't destroy anything. So, in fact, he just goes and he picks up a crowbar. So, me with my proton ray, you just fire at all Well, he, he, he opens up the other three crates, just and, you know, the main things fall down. You can see these are other statues look very similar to the first one. They're human, human figures. Hmm. Sort of like me. Sort of like on a one. They are glowing pretty strongly. Mm. More so than any of the knights. Mm. Oh, look, we got a Larry, Curly, Mo, and I believe this one's Shemp. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like they're, they're they're all in there. They're not doing anything, but they are glowing very strongly. I think we bring a nice deal. Bring nice to them. Mm-hmm. You want to lead them? You want to go? You want to go get them? Like, yeah. Bring them in? I'll find the, uh, the Templars. Not Templars, but the uh, Crusaders banner, St. George Cross, is there one, like a flag? I mean, yeah, let's, let's say there's a flag there, yeah. Okay, and I'm, I'm gonna get that, and I'm going to... You're gonna be the standard bearer? I'll be the standard bearer for him. <laughs> you just uh, wanna wave him in? Yeah. I'll go ahead and uh, gather up, like, half of the, the parts of the knights. Uh-huh. I'll, make, I'll be okay, I'll yeah. make a very marching walk, as I well, they, they make sure that he's, you know, They make sure that you're lifting him up, alright, and once once you got the piece with him, you still lead him, so yeah, they'll fall. They fall even there, yeah. So anyway, you lead them in there, and um, they're just sort of, like, looking around, like, alright. If you set if you set the pieces of uh, of that suit of armor down, yeah, it glows just slightly, slightly more when you have it in proximity with these four statues. Just a little bit, just a little bit more. Yeah. If we slime the suit of armor, positively charged, I mean, it worked to make a toaster dance. That's true. That's true. It, did, it did more than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did more than make a toaster dance. Yeah. It's very true. Anybody got a? A jukebox. You got in the beach kit. You got some, your jukebox. Some hollow notes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do exactly that. We're gonna go out. <laughs> go get the beach kit. I'm gonna trade my goggles. Okay. So where's the beach kit? It's in the yeah, in the active one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna set the jukebox down. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play "Make My Dreams Come True" by Hollow Notes. Okay. And I'm gonna slime. This is the suit of armor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. You're definitely getting. Re- you're getting a reaction. It just kind of starts not dancing, but it is like moving. Like it's you're pumping essence into this thing. Like this is definitely it's you know it's, it's reacting. We should, I start, we should I start singing along and snap my fingers. Yeah, it's like it's for dancing. Yeah, it's like it's a uh, these the, the the three nights that are there, just their heads are swiveling, looking at each other, like what is going on? But um, it's like a dying patient, and it's struggling to hang on. Like it is it is struggling to break through, and the the, the mood is helping. But just not—it's not quite over the edge, just enough. Like there's something, something's not, something's not pushing just over the edge. Just. Yeah, we need. We need that box what do we on need? the side, do we? Well, well, you—you you do know. To reiterate, they bring in one statue. That's the first. The first wave went through. One starts turning its head, and as they brought in number two, number three, and number four, now you got all three knights running around. Yes, let's card that one in. Wait, the box. The fourth statue is mm-hmm. in the room, right? Yes. Okay. These four statues are really close together okay. already, and I'm imagining you laid it like right in front of them. Yeah. So that you know you can't really get them any closer. Is the box heavy? It's on rollers. You can roll it in if you okay. want. Okay. I, I think that the combination of the because the, the box is like you know like it's like that big or whatever like the stone lock box. It's on like a cart to roll it in. Mm-hmm. So you I could roll it in. The either. combination of the artifacts so it's creating the pulse, not necessarily one per night. It's just. Each wave is powerful enough to make more and more happen, which is why the first wave is just the night moved yeah, a little yeah, bit. That's it. I know you gotta be careful. So, um, yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, so who wants to, who wants to go grab the box and roll it on in here? Uh, is it on? Is it like it's on a cart? Yeah, you okay, can roll okay. it. So we can move it. All right, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll head out there. It would, it would take one or two. But All right, you know. All right, breaks. Just come with me. Okay. Go All right. On. All right. So you guys go. You wheel. You start wheeling it over again. I have to emphasize how heavy this thing is. You're rolling it closer, and you you hear like a humming start as like the closer you get to the others, which you know, you kind of expect, you know. So you roll it in, you open the door, you bring it in there, and just as you get it in, like close to where everything else is, just of, a, of, a, of another large PKE pulse, just, just, and you can see it now. 
this is like a wall of energy that just like just in a, in, just in a circle just completely goes through the walls, it goes through everything, it almost knocks you over because you're at like ground zero in this thing. Just work it into my dance. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what does it taste like? Doesn't taste like anything. This, this thing just, just tastes purple. <laughs> <laughs> so it just goes completely through everybody, papers kind of flutter around and like land and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I how much more work we just made for ourselves. Well, yeah, so, so like that all happens. Marshall's there and he's sort of like, what the hell? Like he's completely freaked out. But sure enough, after it kind of settles down, this suit of armor that's on the ground, it kind of gets more solid, and it's able to finally, because it's you know, still dripping in slime and everything like that, and the music's playing and everything else, it gets up, and it just kind of is just like standing there, and it's and it sees the other three suits of armor, and they go over, and they just sort of like give it a handshake and give it a pat on the back, like it's a long lost like friend. Yeah, exactly. Like the medieval bro fist, basically, is what they're, you what they're giving it. You feel bad for shooting him. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> It was self-defense at the time. You didn't Damn. know what was going on. So yeah, they they get together like this, and they're just like, oh, they're happy to see each other. They got so the they, band back together. Yeah, they got the band back together. So um, the head knight, like the with the broadsword, he like bows to you guys, and he in a way of saying like thank you. And then he like they lead their friend because he's still kind of clanky and kind of you know like rusted and stuff like that. So they lead him away or whatever, and they try to climb back up onto you know, their thing is to sort of like, I guess, go to sleep or whatever, and they go to climb in there, and the other guy, there's like a fourth platform there for, but you know, what was supposed to be for the other night, but there's no bracers there or anything because he wasn't gonna be put together. He just sort of sits on that and just gets clumped. You know, sort of, the essence leaves him as he just sort of clumps and he sits there in a clump, and the other three are just sort of sitting there, in the back, back in their glass case, the way it was when you first found them. Okay. I put on my goggles, are they glowing anymore? They're being like toned down. Like uh, after the pulse happened, mm -hmm. you can see that they were much more strong. Like uh, you know, because that thing just everything, you know, everything gets stronger when that thing mm -hmm. came through. So, but it's like they're they're stronger than when you first saw them. But you can see like it's slowly kind of flickering out. It doesn't seem like it's going to go out entirely. But you think? I mean, you would be led to believe that this is pretty good for now. Like this is they're pretty much been dealt with. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, Marshall's like. All right. Well, what do you guys think? Does, does this are they going to bug us anymore? Like, like well, we this... think you've got bigger problems. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, so what? So what? what so what do you mean? Like, what do you? What, what do we need to do to prevent something like this from happening again? Well, I think we may have we may have somehow made it worse just by keeping getting these all these artifacts together. Uh, we think we solved your night problem, but uh, shit's about to get real. Say, so, look, it, it's probably a really bad thing, bad idea to have all these artifacts in the room together, mm -hmm. and that will be a, probably our official word. <laughs> Uh-huh. On that, um... Do you want us to move, like, the knights out of here and everything like that? Like, what? Uh, the knights. Uh, the knights are the problem. Uh -huh. It's the statues and the lockbox. Okay. And whatever is on its way. Yes. Okay. Need to not be in the same we room. We can put them on an island at a thermonuclear reactor. It's like, it, 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 until, until the, the last piece arrives, is there any way we can maybe take one of these back to study with us? Uh... We're willing to meet with whomever. Yeah, he's like, alright, um, I'm gonna have to talk to somebody, but... If you guys say it's that serious, I, like, I, we need to wheel this one back outside that we took in here. All right, uh, yeah. If you if you want to grab it now, let's go ahead and wheel it back to the loading dock. I'm gonna call my boss and I'm gonna try and make uh, make some arrangements. Just just give me a few minutes. So if you guys whoever wants to, just you can roll back. Okay. So yeah, you bring it. Uh, you bring it over to the loading dock area. I will say at this point, you get a phone call. One of you, let's say, let's say it's Blake. Blake gets a phone call on his cell phone from Nina. And Nina says, hey guys, um, the Ghostbusters of New York. Uh, I got them on the line. I'm going to transfer them over to you guys. So if you want to put on speakerphone for everyone, you What are you assholes doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so you put it on speakerphone. And he's just like, uh, hey gentlemen, this is um, Dr. Stance from the New York Ghostbusters. He's like, how, how are you guys doing? Well, uh, we're, we're rolling. Okay. Wyatt, I am rolling. He says, uh, Dr. Spangler and I have been going over some of the data that you sent us. About this, uh, it's cultural character and some of the, the, you know, some of the findings that you guys have, have come across. It's not looking too good. What's the current status? Where, where, where are you guys now? Are we we're like, well, we we, we we exercised the big demon saying that it was the harb the the harbinger, the messenger, the messenger mm -hmm. of some of some demon whose name he wouldn't tell us. That's fairly common for demons, but right. Yeah. He goes, but uh, but uh, but I mean, besides, you know, business as usual. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, currently, we're at this science center. And there are some artifacts from a dig in Mexico. Ah, okay. He says, uh, when we were doing our research up here, we did come across some more information about the dig, about the history of what's really going on. Uh, I'm going to read off some of it to you now. As you may have already guessed from your one of your contacts, Mr. Book, was it, from your notes? Mm -hmm. He says uh, that this was like from a, from a dig in Mexico. This uh, rumored ancient city called uh, Tlaloc. 
Um, like it was said, it's, it's, it's kind of the Atlantis of the Aztec culture. It was a city that disappeared a long time ago. It was thought to just sort of be a legend. Um, but this, yeah, this uh, archaeologist team has dug up something and they think that this is proof that the city actually existed. It was supposed to be the central hub of like, it's one of the, one of the really, really big great cities of its time. Um, apparently sometime in its history though, uh, this character called uh, Itzkotl um, was a ball player. Like for, like for the team, like uh, and they apparently, you know, back in those days, they would play the team, like the ball game where you yeah, play through the hoop. Yeah. Um, they'd be playing the, those games. These guys were apparently the best. He was the captain of his five-man team, including himself, his five-man five team. They were apparently so good, they would beat other city-states in competition. They only would fight to, or they would only play a game to the death. So whoever... Whoever lost would die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, that was like their thing. So they were kind of known for being a little... A little uh, edgy, but um, according to the legend, um, at one point uh, they were so loved by the people that the people thought that they were of godhood because they were so good. They they were undefeated the entire time. The high priest and uh, the basically the king of the city state they didn't like that, and apparently they set up something uh, where they were going to sacrifice him. They said that he cheated or something, so they sacrificed him and his teammates. Um, and for, for a reason that supposedly wasn't true, because uh, as they were about to sacrifice him, they, they brought him up to a temple and they gutted him live in front of the entire town on, on an altar, cutting out his heart and every and entrails, and apparently before, before he died, he swore that he would get revenge and come back. A year later, uh, on the Equinox, apparently he did come back. He came back, supposedly killing the high priest, declared himself the new god of the underworld. Sounds like a nice guy. Did he stay or did like... he stayed? He stuck. He stuck around, and according to legend, he would feast on human sacrifices every day. We think that that might be a way that he was able to gain uh, some psychokinetic power to stick around. He was able to bring the ball team back and act as his like guards that would go into town, choosing human sacrifices to bring to him. I think, I, know, I think we know what's in that box. So basically what ended up happening, uh, this was in the 15, this is like in the early 1500s. Apparently Cortez arrived in the, you know, in the new world. Bad news, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, when Cortez arrived, and this is part of, you know, the history of what happened, what's the guy's name here? Uh, Cortez, Montezuma? no, 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 yeah, Montezuma does come into play, but Cortez uh, met with a friar, Ger it can't be Geronimo, but it's, it's spelled Geronimo, De Aguilar, uh, he, this was a real guy who was shipwrecked um, and lived among the natives and was able to learn the Aztec language before Cortez arrived. When Cortez arrived, he met with him and this guy served as interpreter. Um, when Cortez arrived, all the, the tribes thought, hey, save us from this madman who's killing people, you know, like every day, because at this point, it had been a few years since its Gotel came back and the human sacrifices were piling up. It started to spread to other city-states. And they started invading other city-states and creating an army, and it got really out of control. Cortez thought this was an unholy thing from hell, so he declared war He's on... He's not very far off. Yeah, uh, this, he, he declared war on whatever this evil presence was. Cortez was actually... this, Contrary to what history says, Cortez was actually able to go around the different city-states, convince them to all join forces and attack the city of uh, Tlaloc, and apparently they must have succeeded because the city was wiped off the face of the planet. I mean, it was it, we had no records of it existing other than in legend. But this is where the other this is where the legend gets extra interesting. Apparently, as they were defeating everyone, making their way up to Itzcoatl's temple, which uh, another thing was after Itzcoatl was powerful, he got he was so powerful at this point. He basically he uh, the old temple that he was sacrificed on top of, it had grown to be hundreds of feet tall, like full of ectoplasmic energy. This thing was just like a temple gateway to the underworld where he would, after sacrificing and eating people, the souls he'd be building up. He was trying to build up an army to basically take over the world. After Cortez came in with him and his men, they were able to, they slaughtered everybody in this in this entire city. Just before they were able to kill Itzcoatl again, again he swore that he would come back, but this time he would already have an army with him from everyone that he had consumed and everything, all the power that he had raised up. Apparently Cortez cut off his head, kept it in a lockbox, took his heart, put it in a lockbox, and after he was defeated, his uh, guards had turned to stone, 
after this victory had been won, Montezuma wanted them to come into like where modern-day Mexico City is to celebrate. They celebrate them as heroes, as the god slayers, basically. But when everything got in close proximity with each other, the, the entire population of Mexico City went nuts, and that's why they started a revolt. And after that, Cortez decided, hey, we gotta split up the pieces. And from what you guys are telling us about what you found, it sounds like these are the pieces. You gotta keep these things separate, because if, I don't know. If any of our research says anything, if these pieces come together, we're in for a, a bad couple thousand years. Can we blow it up? <clears throat> well, they say with something, with, with things this powerful, we haven't seen anything this powerful in a very long time. With things this powerful, uh, usually a proton beam isn't enough to destroy something like this. Okay, let's get a nuke. Dr. Stance is telling you, your priority is to, whatever you do, don't let all of these six pieces get together because that's most likely going to open up either a, uh, a trans-dimensional portal into, into the other world, or it's going to cause a resurrection. It's pure speculation at this point, but either way, it can't be good. So we have five of the pieces in there. You have five of the pieces. The sixth one is coming in. And you guys know, no, you, you know the oh, sixth one's coming in today. today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they say, they say this is so serious, Dr. Spangler and I, uh, we're going to be on the first flight to, uh, to Florida, and we should be there tomorrow. Okay, well, uh, let's hope that's soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, they say. Well, they say bringing a proton pack through through uh, security checkpoints <laughs> at the airport isn't no, exactly is. isn't yeah. it's, it's not exactly an easy task. Well, but didn't uh, we have two extras here. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we got spares. They they want to bring more equipment than just okay, proton okay, packs. Okay. They, I mean, this is you know they're they're hoping you they're Stan's basically telling you guys they're hoping that you guys can just hold the fort down. When they can get here, they want to get here first thing tomorrow morning because they'll be able to clear all their stuff because they basically work for the city now. So they get a lot more permissions than you guys do. But, you know, they want you guys to keep everything calm here, keep everything separated, and when they show up tomorrow, we're going to get to the, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Was there any word on the actual, like, the Obsidian Serpent, the definition of that? Or... Yeah, Obsidian Serpent, the name Itzkotl is oh, okay, Aztec okay. for Obsidian Serpent. Oh, okay. That's what this guy's name was. Yep. Maybe, um, Kotal is Serpent. The, the curator of this uh, this museum. Mm -hmm. Can I get can I get some quick info on him? Uh, yeah, like well, I mean, you want to talk to like Jay because Jay's Jay's yeah. like, you want to talk to him. He's like, what? Yeah, what do you? What do you like, want? Tell me who is. Tell me his name. Jack it's a woman. It's a woman. Her name her name is Leila Martinez. Leila Martinez. Like, uh, what's what's her background? Martinez. It sounds Mexican. She no, no. Speak. Actually, uh, she's she's from Spain. She's the one. She's not okay. the curator of the science center. She's the head of. She's basically in charge of this expedition and the uh, the uh, the exhibition for for this. Um, mm. Okay. It's like, look, we we need to. We we can't have the final piece in the same building. Okay. As, as this, like we. Because no, I'm, I'm like Jay, I'm Jay, on... Jay heard all of this. So okay. He's, he's on board. He's just like. Like, look, man, he's, whatever, he's already packing one of them look, into our yeah. car. No, he's, 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 he's as far. You guys have already moved that fifth piece out into the loading dock, and the four that are still in there. I mean, they're huge. I mean, they're they're solid, so he can't move by himself. But he's like, "What do you guys need? You know, what, what, what do we need to do?" Like, I don't know what it's gonna take. We need to keep this from happening at any cost. So, I don't know, man. We gotta talk to your boss. We gotta talk to the curator. We gotta we gotta we gotta make some connections. He's like, "Okay, I can call. I can call Mrs. Martin. I can call Miss Martinez and have her on the phone with you now." Um, in the meantime, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna lock that fifth artifact, I'm gonna lock it away so no one can touch it, and I mean, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be on the loading dock because we have to keep it secure, but I'm gonna lock it away so that, like, I'll have a key, and if one of you wants the, another key, I can give one of you guys a key, um, in the meantime. In case, in case we need to make off with it like bandits in the middle of the night to prevent the apocalypse. I'm not saying that, but but here's a key. <laughs> so, just so we're on the same yeah, page. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm, here's a, here, so he he's gonna go put that in the loading dock. He gives you the number for uh, for Mrs. Martinez. So if you want to call, I can I can they can do that. But he, but Stance, so Doctor Stance is still on the phone. He's just like, is there is there anything else you guys want to tell us, or is there anything else that you guys need? Equipment. Yeah, like More do you have any? Equipment. You said you said you don't think that a proton beam should be enough. He's like, usually with, with, with things this bad, if it gets this bad, you don't just trap. Your proton packs are will, will be tools enough, but it's not going to destroy something like this. I, I don't, I don't, if, if something this big gets out, I don't know how you can just capture it. So what about obliterating? That's the real question. I mean, we don't know. If we over accelerate the proton pack and cause it to blow up? Yeah, we don't know. And there's no way of truly knowing. All I'm saying is that a bunch of medieval people 3,000 miles from home, with nothing but swords and armor, took down this guy. We got a little little better equipment this time around. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's like, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Doctor Plus. Doctor Spangler's in the background. They weren't medieval exactly. They was this. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right, yeah. They, no, we get it. He's like, had well seven hundred years to get. Yeah, but we've got the four guys inside. Who will totally fight for us. Those knights will totally help. It could that the whatever Itzikoro could be more powerful now, having time to gather. Oh no, absolutely. Itzikoro is not here. Right. One of that one of that that lockbox. In fact, um, if you. Now knowing a little bit more about the story, you can recognize, like from when you were looking at the box mm. from before, you think this was uh, the chest that contained uh, his heart. Yeah, supposedly. So, that's, that's what you think. so his head is. Uh, his head is on the way. The skull is on the way. Head is on the way. So uh, we're locking this up. Yeah. Um, I guess one of us take the key. Who wants to call Martinez? Yeah. So, okay. So. so uh, Doctor Stance is just sort of like, all right, you guys just. We'll see you tomorrow first thing at the. Yeah, he says we're gonna we're gonna see you first thing in the morning. In fact, we should just meet you at the science center. Um, so. We'll just, see the start of the apocalypse. Yeah, just keep things keep things steady until then, please. All right, good luck. And he hangs up. Thus we can. Yeah. Are you, and you're gonna call uh, Martinez. Sure. We need Ms. to bring Ms. Martinez. Things. So Jay actually he's he's gonna call. And he's gonna give you guys the phone so you can talk to her. He's just like, it's like uh, Miss Martinez. Um, I got the, I got the uh, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters here. Uh, they they got some. Uh, Serious things to talk about. I'm gonna put them on the phone. I'm gonna put them on, on speakerphone. So he puts it on speakerphone and he's gonna go lock up uh, the stuff. Okay, so we're gonna relay the history of Itzakotl to her as yes. far as as far as we know. Well, you 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 don't have to. As soon as you start, she just tells you, "Oh yeah, I know, I know. I'm I'm familiar with the legends because uh, she's she was head of the expedition and she's head of this uh, the, the 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 exhibition that will be on yeah. display. The legends are fact. Uh, that six artifact you're shipping here cannot arrive. Like, we cannot have those all in the same room together. She, she's we like, have proof. <clears throat> she's like, are, okay. Like, you know, she's skeptical, but she's just like, I will blow how, it up. How soon, how soon can you be here, Sans Artifact? I can I can leave now and be there in maybe like 45 minutes. Like, Perfect. Okay, yeah. like, what, what, she hangs up. So she comes, uh, I'm gonna have to, I'm actually gonna have to pull up her stats. But she's, she's, so she's gonna be on her way. So yeah, Ms. Martinez, she shows up. Uh, she's like, in her 30s. So she, so she shows up. She's like, all right, what's up? What, what's what's the situation? You're telling me these legends from you know. We grab the videotape. Grab videotape. We'll show her the okay. knights thing. Yeah, she sees she sees the knights moving and she's like, okay, it's kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> um, if if this can is we, all, can we show the security tape of what happened when we pulled the extra artifact in there? There's no tape of that because that uh, wasn't rolling on. But she but she she it's not a stretch for her to believe you. So she's just like, okay, um, what? So what, what are you telling me? You tell you telling me that this is all. This this is the end of the world scenario we got going on here. Yes, precisely. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what we've got going on. We just proved to you one that the afterlife is real, <laughs> I, which I'm already still trying to recover from two, that. Two that we're involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think now's the time to start doubting us on this. So I'm I'm just I'm about to any, but you have to understand. I w- I was at the dig, you know, with the exception of the last piece. These were all together already. Where was the last piece? Uh, the last piece was actually in Spain, and you know this ties in with the story because she she, she can even oh, just tell you yeah, just because Cortez took the skull. Uh, she she was she, I'll reiterate part of the history is that when uh, after Itzcoatl was supposedly defeated and the heart and skull were taken to what is now Mexico City, I can't pronounce the actual original name. Um, yes, thank you. Um, when it was brought there, uh, Montezuma and Cortez were actually they were fine together. They actually kind of got along, but the. You know, you would understand this as maybe the bad vibes of this thing, you know, kind of came in and took over the city. People started a riot. They wanted the Spaniards to leave. And eventually, uh, you know, you can, you know, as history happened, it was very violent. And the um, Spaniards butchered them. Well, yeah. trying to escape, yes. The, the Spaniards butchered them trying to escape. Um, at that point, Montezuma, you know, was just sort of like, he actually pleaded for them to let them go. He's like, please just let them go. And his own people turned against him. Um, so it wasn't a good end. Uh, but he, that, that, the heart chest was able to stay behind. Cortez took the skull with him back to Spain, where, where it, it's been ever since. I'm like, okay, we, we kind of need that to be as far from here as possible. She's like, look, I, I believe that this, this might be pretty dangerous, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring it here, you know, and, and, and cause the end of the world, but I'm not gonna just dump it in the ocean either. I can but- just... Can, what, we, can, can, can you just drop it off at the Louvre? Like, it's like you know? <laughs> she, she's, she's like, I don't know where it is right now, but it's supposed to arrive today. Now, I, now you are you're already keeping the one separate, and uh, you know, and you're telling me we need to keep this, the like, the look, six one separate. It, how how far away is, is is far enough? We don't know. Like, okay, okay. well, how, how about what can we take 
what can we separate right now? Where can we? What can? What? What? You want to take some of the? We want to. We want to move it as far away from here as possible. You can try to take the um, the the heart, uh, the the heart lockbox. These other four statues, it took like a forklift just to move one of them. So uh, we'll try and move them on our own time, but it's gonna take a while. In the meantime, if you guys really want to take the lockbox, you can take it. But so so, what's the plan? You want to take this? Where we're we gonna take this? Like, um. Well, I guess we'll, uh, the firehouse probably isn't far off. Yeah. I mean, the, the, fire, the firehouse is like a good... But, well, let's take no. it to the firehouse, and then, I mean, because by the time they get here, I mean, through the night, we'll have Dr. Stance and Spangler tomorrow. Yeah, to, to help, help us, us. service service. So if you want to take this thing, to, you want to study it, I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. Uh, you you know, we'll have it, we'll have them loaded up into your, your car. I can try to stay behind. In the meantime, I'm going to go down to the, the shipping company or the, whatever it is that we, that, we, that we are shipping it from. I'm going to go talk to them and find out where it is and see if we can delay that. So I'm going to go do that now. You guys can take care of this lockbox. I'm already told everybody that, you, that you're allowed to take it, so you can load it up and do, and, and do your own thing. Right. So she's so she's going to leave. Marshall comes in. He's just like, all right, so um, so is it, we're going to load this up. We're going to get this out of here. Yes, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, so I'll start filling out some paperwork and everything. In the meantime, you guys, if you want to wheel out uh, the box, to your car, you're 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 welcome to that. You got the key, so go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna make more, some more phone calls, and we're just gonna try and keep this place locked down. We're not gonna let anybody in. So while you guys are about ready to load up the lockbox and everything like that, Nina calls on the phone again, and she's like, "Guys, did you you felt that right? Like the 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 wave thing that came through a few the, minutes ago? Oh, we no, did we're aware. we did that. Yeah, yeah. that had our signature was, on. Okay, <laughs> half of Central Florida just called the Ghostbusters. Like this, you know, yeah." It, Things are going kind of crazy out here. So, what do you want me to do? I mean, are we shutting down for the day? Like, what start is this? montage. Start the montage. <laughs> She's like, look, I've, I've just been telling them that you're out and that you'll you'll come back, but now, like every two seconds, I'm picking up the phone. I mean, should I just send it to machine now? Like, what, what what's what's the plan? Say say um yeah. Can you can you make a machine message that says the Ghostbusters are very busy right now? Please leave your name and number. We'll call you back at our earliest. She goes, okay. Um, and uh, in that case, I'll just keep an eye on things here with Tobin. So I'll. Uh, Please come back soon. <laughs> she sounds very worried. So like, so she hangs up. So now, okay, fine. So you guys are ready to go. You guys are ready to take the box. Okay, so we, we go back to. Are you gonna gonna load up the car and everything and yeah. head to take it back? Okay. When you step outside, you know you load up load up the lockbox and you're you're packing up and you're getting ready to go. Around like before you can get in your car and leave, ten police cars with sirens full blazing, just squealing up into there and they surround. They come out, guns drawn, all at you guys, and they're they're ordering you to get down on the ground, remove your proton packs, and step away from them. Uh, we comply. I don't want to yeah. get shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, after you do that, it's like they they sort of got shotguns and pistols and everything, and they like and they just start cuffing you guys, putting your hands behind your back. Oh, put your hands behind your back. You guys are under arrest. What they for? What did we do? You go, uh, the Ghostbusters. Uh, the mayor uh, asked us to put out a warrant for your arrest. You are under arrest for fraud, larceny, perjury, attempted extortion, and reckless endangerment, and destruction of public property. Uh, we have done maybe three of those things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whatever you say can and will be used against you I was like, I was like, in a court of law. I don't even know what larceny is. <laughs> so, so, they so they handcuff you guys, and they put you each in a separate in a separate car. Can, can someone tow the Ecto-1? Just somewhere. Please, totally have to wait. They're, they're not listening to you guys. So, uh, can I? Will they it's parked in a handicap. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please impound our car. So it's like they 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 put you all in separate cars. So they, yeah, they take they take you they take you guys away and they're gonna put you guys in a holding cell. And that's where I'm gonna leave it tonight. Uh, the first time one of us gets a phone call, call Nina. Shit, call her cell. <laughs> You're not going up there. It's like, it's call voice Shit, now. it's gonna be busy. Um, it's like, God, we should have brought Tobin, man. Tobin would have The Ghostbusters have been up. arrested. Please call back later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. We're in jail, guys. Hey, we have got quite a list of character references. Tell me, are you the ghost of jealousy? Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters. 
Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs at nerdyshow.com. All Nerdy Show programs are listener supported. So if you like what you hear, please consider clicking the support button and help keep the EPA off our backs. You can also follow us or The Nerdy Show on iTunes, Facebook, or Tumblr. We're ready to believe you! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.